I've been thinking recently about choices. It's been said that the door of history turns on small hinges, and so do people's lives. The choices we make determine our destiny. forget how menacing we are. We are lions. What is most important is that you have to dig deep down, dig deep down and ask yourselves, who do you want to be? Not what, but who. Make a choice, right? You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. Just decide. When we face such temptations in our time, we must declare as young Nephi did in his, I will give place no more for the enemy of my soul. I have wrestled with an alligator. I don't tussle with a whale. I don't handcuff lightning, throw thunder. Very best. You're very best. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. Don't quit on me. Keep going. I can't that. I that call. We're in hell right now. And you can stay here, get kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back. And then we have to feel like all day like all night like I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now, go to the window, open it. Stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Don't you quit. You keep walking. You keep trying. There is help and happiness ahead. A lot of it. <laughs> it's going. All it's, right, we're back. Yeah, it's mm. it's recording us. Eternal Warrior Podcast. Welcome back. Happy to have you guys here with us today. I see us. This is going to be a really, really fun fun and great episode mm-hmm. um, we've got some really special people here today that are going to share their story with us mm-hmm. but um this is the eternal warrior podcast helping young people in their quest for self-mastery sharing stories from the battlefront in the war against satan and pornography well said very very well said i've been practicing guys it's just it's just a good summer day i just am happy to be here okay it's a great day great day great <laughs> to be alive I know the sun's still shining on the rest of the words anyway um, <laughs> guys thanks again for, for engaging with us um, yes. we, we love hearing from you seriously it it does us good to hear that you're doing good as a result of our community here so yes. keep fighting keep going strong and again if at any time during today's episode or 
throughout the day as you think about the things that you're up against or those that you love are up against, yep. please reach out to us at uh, podcast at lifechangingservices.org or come into a group and, and get the, the recovery help that you need and, and start your quest to, to self-mastery yourself. Agree. Agreed. Agree. <laughs> that kind of sounds like ugly if you're saying it like with a Latin accent too. Agreed. 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 Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say too, hit us up on the Insta, the gram. Oh, man. Yeah. I love that. Which it, it's, it's... She be live, baby. She be live and she be rolling. So if you haven't followed us yet, do so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we introduct? Oh, let's introduct. Int- let's introduct this. <laughs> Guys, so this is our, our, this has been a long time coming. We've talked about a little mini series that we're going to be doing of different podcast episodes entitled Couples Conversations. <sighs> Conversations with couples. <laughs> and today we have a very, very close and dear friend of ours here with his sweetheart. And we're excited to, to get to know old Thane Train and his sweet biz a little bit. Biz, I love that name. I seriously. Okay, sorry. Welcome. You guys can say hello to all of our people. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what up, baby? Hello. <laughs> so happy to be here with you guys. Thank uh, you. Thanks for having us. This has been. Thane has been um, one of our homies from the beginning, and uh, he has been a huge proponent of this of this podcast. He has been and. This has been a long-awaited day. So just so you know, the podcast has been eagerly waiting for this day. I've been waiting for this day. Mm. I'll just tell the you people that. have been waiting. <laughs> the people have. They've too. been saying, we want Thane and Biz. Yes. And we want them yesterday. <laughs> and hi, and Biz. Are. You could say hello to them. <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> okay, so you guys are married. Yeah. How long have you been married now? Two months now. Oh my god! You guys still do month anniversaries and stuff. <laughs> well, uh, well, when is it? It's the nineteenth. Oh, you're is forgetting it? already. Oh, yeah. no, that's <laughs> bad news. <laughs> the nineteenth is our two month. So, our one month, I got her some some flowers. So, hey. yeah. So what's two months? Because what's going to get you two months? Yeah, two flowers. I mean? Yeah, just it was <laughs> <laughs> one flower for the one month. Yeah. So two every month for the rest of your lives. Yeah. Wow, that's gonna be a lot of when you guys are like eighty. Muchas flowers. That's I'm, be a, yeah, a whole I, I'm gonna just say right now. Flores. I like to surprise people, so I can't be consistent, or else she won't get surprised. <laughs> oh. So secrets. <laughs> secrets. <laughs> secrets. No, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you guys just tell us about your your love story? Because we love that kind of crap on the Eternal Warrior podcast. Oh my gosh, we're all about the sap. We love it. The more, okay. the more like. Deets. So oh. I, let, let's hear it from Thane and then Biz, you give us the truth afterward. How about yeah. that? <laughs> okay. okay, so we started out um, January of 2018 on the wonderful application Mutual. Yes, we did. <laughs> Success story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. People, it can happen. It can. It, it, can. Wow. it does. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep, and uh, I knew it could happen because one of my good friends, it happened for him like a couple months earlier. He got married in November on Mutual, and so I was like, okay, I'll keep, I'll keep trying on Mutual. Um, so, yeah, I saw her picture. She was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, swiped up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and did started. you match immediately, or did she match with you later? Ooh. I think she matched with me later. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. 
who was yeah the that's first. not a whole lot of memory there but but yeah we uh, we chatted for a good couple of weeks and she seemed really intelligent so i was a little like oh man i she seems too smart for me <laughs> <laughs> seemed like she had a master's degree or something you know and they don't but she doesn't <laughs> <laughs> she just finished her bachelor's she just seemed ago, so. like a master yeah yeah she was a so, master of her own education yes wow yes wow. So, that's amazing you no know, i'm not surprised <laughs> yeah no. i can see it so yeah. <laughs> so yeah so i asked her on a date and uh she i think she had mentioned in our conversation that she liked art and painting so i was like okay let's try to do something cool like that or something so i asked her to go to color me mine which is a uh ceramic painting i love that or yours yes yes (laughs) um but we actually so we got there and i had to go to the bathroom i always do i get nervous so So, these are the kind of deep. I'm not sure I was hoping for. I was hoping for this. You said deep. This is is unfiltered. This is what we want. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, I went to Starbucks and I went to the bathroom, came back out, and just saw this beautiful girl. She was looking down, like walking towards Color Me Mine. And I said, Biz. And she looked up, and it was the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Just. I looked into her eyes and I was like, this is it. And, oh my gosh. And uh, so, yeah, so then I don't, well, know, you, I don't did, know how much farther you yeah, guys want no, me to go. You, you so to tell about was it about. Was it one of those love at first swipe? Yeah, like, no, you're good. You're actually, well, I can cut this out. But yeah, you're good to keep <laughs> I'm messing with the mic right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Is <laughs> telling me that it's okay. We have one of yeah, those I springs. Think, that's yeah. when it gets fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make some sound in the background. Yeah. No, but um, was it really like a love? It? Like, did you feel, I, oh my gosh. Like, I felt that. It was, I, I did not believe in that until I saw her eyes. So. Oh my yeah. gosh. The old weak okay. Knees. <laughs> okay. Vayner, you old. Can we on three do the the um, the universal sound for a tender, cute moment like that? One, two, three. Yeah, one, two, three. (laughs) Aww. Seriously though, that's so cute. Okay, now my my story with Ash kind of sucks. I think so. No, it's not about you. Everybody, (laughs) you'll get your own episode. I promise you that. No, no, that's true. Okay, so from your perspective, Biz, let yeah, me yeah, hear Biz. Let's, 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 let's hear the truth. Yeah. That's pretty accurate, actually. Um, he did forget that before the date, he, it was planned like two weeks in advance. And like every three days, he'd message me like, can you still go on that date? <laughs> and then like Wednesday, he's like, so can you still go? I was like, yes. And then, I'm pretty sure Thursday he asked too. And I was like, do you like get ditched a lot? Cause like I'm going on this date with you. I promise like, I'm not going to cancel. I don't do that. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, these are my mutual insecurities. Yeah. Down I think this is the date. This is something yeah. I need to start doing is that to maybe follow up. maybe secure that level of commitment. Right. So, like, so we're still filmed. Yeah. Are you still, are you, Friday? Hey, still so good? October 4th, yeah. still yeah. good, right? Yeah. Nothing's, nothing's come up. 
than the day of, you know, three hours before, one hour before. That's just professional. Yeah, exactly. That's just, that's the right way to do it. I like yeah, that. No, the constant and follow-up. I love that you, you took something that she had mentioned, that she's into art, and you, you I mean, I'm sure, well, Biz, tell me, did that oh. be like, oh, this guy listens, he's thoughtful. Yeah. I told my boss, I was like, he's the one. He wants to take me painting. And then I went home and I told my little sister, I was like, so tonight I'm going on a date with this guy named Thane and I just feel like it's either gonna be something like amazing or she's gonna be plain weird. And she's like, his name is Thane, it's gonna be weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh my so gosh, that's so that. old. No, but this is legit, they have these feelings. Here's a follow up question. Thane, how long was your hair at this point? Oh. It was freakishly long. Full length. Was it really? <laughs> full length down the shoulders. Oh, so. man. And he didn't have pictures of that one. Full oh, length, yeah. full strength. I catfished her. You totally yeah. catfished yeah. her. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that, I forgot to mention that. That's like, the first thing I said to her is like, did I catfish you? Like, yeah. <laughs> because I've had the long picture, the long hair pictures on Mutual. I never got any. Right. You know? So you have never no, got any no matches. Some recent what? return from the mission stuff. Right. So like the you. clean cut. Yep. And then she shows up to this, this wild man. Yeah. So this, like, did uh, I Tarzan. catfish you? Wild babe. <laughs> yeah. She's like, ooh, surfer guy? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, I got myself a surfer dude. Or like a Tarzan, perhaps. Sure. I'll be, you're, her, you'll be. Mm-hmm. Jane, are you doing to my <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to go Phil Collins. You yeah, yeah, my heart. Yeah, I was, I was trying and I forgot the words and then tried to say oh. something about Jane. I don't know. It's okay. Let, it. Let's watch it next time before we talk about it. <laughs> You're good. Okay, so let's, that's the first date. Like, what, what went up from there? Yeah, how long did you guys date? And then... Yeah, where do you take this, honey? Um... <laughs> Then it took us a long time to get official. I didn't like being committed, but then we dated for a year almost, like nine months, and then we got engaged in December, and we got married in April of 2019. That's a good... That's so cute. That's a good timeline. And I just... I think that, real quick, just back to the the painting thing, Yeah. I wanted to say that uh, for all you listening out there that are single, take that advice, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like on the Eternal Warrior podcast, I, we, I feel like you're talking to someone specifically no, right now. No, <laughs> that might be in the room. No, but no, I would never. It's just no, that's but, so cute. But this person might need to hear it. <laughs> I don't know which, what which is you're fine. Talking about Wes, you know, he or she might remain <laughs> nameless, but unimportant. No, I just. But I think this person appreciates the candor. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say though that that's you're getting dating tips as well on the Intro Warrior podcast. Man, not amazing. What a show! What a show! Versatile, yeah, dynamic, <laughs> utilitarian. Yeah, no, um, that's so cute. Okay, so I think that's a beautiful story. That it really is. is, and the fact that and the fact that you guys now we're going to get into the the deets of why we're talking on this podcast specifically or are we doing a little break well you know what yeah i think that now's a good time to to hear from our from our sponsor so we'll be back in a flash if you're listening to the eternal warrior podcast it's likely you're listening for you or someone you love my name is cody haas and i'm a licensed therapist who helps those dealing with sexual addiction betrayal trauma trauma in general marital 
recovery, and mental illness. Over the years, I've gathered resources to help those who desperately want to get on the right track. If you feel you are in need, please reach out to me by calling 385-519-6089. Again, 385-519-6089 to set up an initial assessment. God bless you on your journey, my friend, and keep listening to Wes and Spenny. And remember, there's no starting or stopping in recovery. Just keep going and doing. And we're back. <laughs> we're back with Biz and Thane. Um, Kate, you colored each other yours, and here you are almost a year and a half later, happily married two months into the greatest adventure of your life. And, of course, we're, we're here on the Eternal Warrior podcast to discuss the conversation that we would hope every single romantic partner has that is coming from a background of pornography exposure at the very least to to even addiction in, in some of our cases here. So Thane, Biz, we want to understand how you guys broached that subject. Biz, how you felt once you learned about Thane's experience and how, how that brought you together and how maybe it was not easy. You know, we want to we want to hear the truth from you guys. So please. Maybe Thane, just start us off with, yeah. and quickly your back, I mean your story, quick, okay. how you were introduced to pornography and then I think um, how you, at what point you talked to Biz about it and how you did it. Yeah. I think that would be helpful. Okay. Yeah. I'll go ahead. Sorry. I'm adjusting the mic again. Oh, it's, it's, it's good. It's getting all it's good right there. Yeah. It's yeah. money. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yes. There's a, there's a long history of, of my life. I'm, I'm 28. I sometimes forget that. I, tell biz I'm 27 sometimes but anyways <laughs> um so yeah so I think everyone in this life gets introduced to pornography some somewhere along the road and um it happened for me in high school um, um at a friend's house and you know it wasn't even like it wasn't even it was just a music video that had some risque things but I, I started to feel these you know the feelings of wanting more of that and uh, I never really acted on it before my mission I I mean I did have some some things here and there that I worked out the bishop and but it never really turned into an addiction before my mission and and that was really good um, to be out there on the mission and and not have that in my past um, but then after the mission is when it really hit um, so I went on my mission in 2010 uh, when the iPhone three was out, and uh, <laughs> what, what product? Three. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, um, so nobody had smartphones. But I mean, my dad had a, had the had the iPhone three. Um, so it's like the entire world changed when I got home. It's like my entire family had smartphones. My sisters, they're all on this app called Instagram. It was like, and if you look at like the history of like the, like these things, it happened during that time. Yeah. And so when I got home. Everybody had smartphones, so I had to get a smartphone. And it's just like, I had the internet in my pocket, you know? And so yeah, so that combined with some depression that I've learned about, um, some addiction in my family history, um, that just all kind of boiled together. Um, a lot of self-esteem issues with dating and learning to become normal again after a mission, just, uh, it was just a fire and that's where this all started. Mm. 
So, so yeah, so it, it, it was a good three years of just trying things out with different therapists and um, going to LDS Family Services meetings, 12-step um, meetings, which were awesome. Um, but things really started to change once I, I found, I mean, I always knew about Sons of Helaman, but I was always scared. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are scared that I'm not going there. That's for creeps and, you know, but it's not. Spenny and Wes are the coolest guys ever. And so, yeah, it's just, it's the safest place. That is true. We yeah. are the coolest. So I just want to make I'm sure. I'm just happy that we're not creeps. That, that's to me. Wow. Yeah. I don't need coolest guy trophy. I just need not a creep trophy. That's all I want. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. So, that was good. That was good. So, was good. yeah. And I also found Cody. Cody was a big help helped me with my depression helped me with some things like that and and it's so i'm eternally grateful for him um and also for lane and for all the guys in group and so yeah um so i'll just kind of rewind um i met biz actually like in the very beginning when i started to go to group um so i started Mm. getting that confidence in group and i think that's what helped me be more confident with girls and with biz i was pretty confident right you were yeah so um it's a game changer right yeah you start going and you start feeling again yeah Mm -hmm. because you're getting the help you need you're using these new tools it's like you've been numb for so long or just feel like you're underwater and you don't know it yeah and then all of a sudden your head breaks free and you're like wait a second whoa i can do this Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and especially with the ladies like i yeah like it just the confidence like mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I I actually can, uh, yeah, talk to them. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, some people might develop that later <laughs> than others. But we digress. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, keep going. Yeah. So that confidence came through, and I think a lot of that is just I learned about my worth. Um, Satan had thrown these lies. I have amazing parents that taught me my worth, but during this time, Satan had just taken my worth down, and so. So um, Cody helped me with that, and I think that that boosted my confidence too. And so yeah, so then I met Biz, and it was amazing, and best first date I've ever been on, and the last first date I'll ever go on. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> One two three. Oh. <laughs> this is the best couples podcast now. <laughs> okay. Um, so so yeah, so we get you know a couple months in. Um, I think I told you before we were actually official, right? I think you told me like after I, like two weeks after. No, not two weeks, two months, babe. I would never. Wait, do really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that soon? Uh, so yeah. It was really soon. It was, but not. It was like not in two April. Weeks. I never do it that. I. N- <laughs> Maybe like two I'm, months. I've told some some women in my life, okay, about <laughs> this. <laughs> I've had other girlfriends, but. <laughs> okay, so. We don't need to argue. We're doing our <laughs> couples conversations. <laughs> Happy to facilitate trust and openness. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that came along and uh, Biz. Oh man, at first she was so frustrating. Like she was so, she would just like it felt like she would ghost me sometimes. Like she went on this, she went on spring break for a week and uh, it was like she was talking to me every day. Like I felt like we were like official you know and it's just like she needed to call me 
So I'm like, okay, well, she really likes me and stuff. And then she got home and she just stopped talking to me. <laughs> so I was like, crap. yeah. So anyway, so some of that confidence, that depression came back a little bit. So I was like, okay, like, um, I can't like hide this, that I have this depression that I have that sometimes pops up, you know? So, um, I think I missed work one day, um, just cause I was so down. Um, so then I decided to talk to her about, about that. Um, so I'm just putting this out there, but, um, I've had a couple girlfriends in my life and I'm not perfect, but <laughs> I've told a couple of women about this problem and, and I'm sure I did it wrong earlier, but, um, I always, you know, pray to heavenly father so, so strongly before I go and tell someone that I care about, about this. So I prayed really hard, um, just to have the spirit there and, you know, it's, it's really scary cause you know, it could go either way. It could go, I don't want to talk to you ever again, or I really respect you and I care about you. And I'm so grateful you told me that, you know? So, that's well, and, a, that's and like, intense. you gotta go into that knowing that it's out of your hands, right? Like, cause I know Spence and I have, have had opposite experiences too, where yeah. girls have been like, sorry like that is a deal breaker for me and it's because they've had things in their past that yeah i can't i can't blame them for that right and so that's scary that you've got to be like this could go either way and it's out of my hands yeah, yeah. that's but scary I think stuff that's, i think that's a really healthy moment in recovery though is when you're like okay it's so scary because i care about this person i'm about to tell and i really don't want it to go poorly but if it's almost the but if not like but if yeah. this doesn't work out i'm doing the best i can with with what i have and i have to be open about this yep. right and so you have that assurity of okay even if it doesn't go as well as i'm hoping and this work relationship doesn't work out at least at least you know we'll uh yeah it's it's like out. it's like we're are that confidence that you fostered through owning your recovery that's independent of her reaction to it, right? Right. We hope that that she's going to be, you know what, it's okay. Let's work through this together. You know, we hope and we pray for that, but we're not going to be dictated how we feel about ourselves. And sure, we can be completely disappointed, even depressed if it goes the other way. But our self-worth and our value doesn't come from anybody but our Heavenly Father. Right. Even the people that are closest to us, right? And so... Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a leap of faith because you know you got to do the right thing. Yeah, you know it's hard. You know it could go either way, so it's just kind of like that that pivotal moment, and you know, or that you got to jump. Yeah. You know, so so yeah. So I would be curious now to hear Biz's like when when you when he first starts talking about this. And I'm sure you probably brought up depression right first. Yes, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. and then warm her up with depression, then hit, yeah. her, then hit her with porn. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 nice and warm. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. You, sorry, you no, just yeah. you can't take it lightly. Like I think yeah. some people are like, man, I can't figure this out or anything, so I'm just gonna just throw it out there and I'm worthless. You know, you can't take it lightly. You just yeah. have to say, you know, just say what you're feeling and this is something I deal with. And it, yeah, mm -hmm. something I deal with and something I'm working on. So. Biz, let's hear your initial thoughts as they yeah. opened up. Um, I think my very initial thought was 
oh no not again Mm. and I think that's okay to like feel that um but then so before I met Thane I had been going to support groups therapy talking to friends seeking all the help I could get and like talks about pornography because I had just gotten out of a relationship with a man that was addicted to pornography and that was like over a year long and I was going through that and then I did not take that well like I wish that I could do I don't wish I could do that relationship over but I wish I could have handled it differently Mm -hmm. and um because I didn't I was in a really bad place and so I after that relationship ended I sought out all the help I could get so that I could like learn about it because I didn't understand what addiction was and I was so um sheltered from pornography growing up and I just I didn't get it and so Mm -hmm. I learned all I could and so when I met Thane I think I was able to handle it a lot better I mean it wasn't always positive I mean lots of times I would get down about it or sometimes I wouldn't be able to keep my cool and I would get mad and I like hate that I get mad but I think that's a valid feeling to have it is it's so normal like because it is it is a big deal it is right and so of course you should be scared and and like oh no not again like that is absolutely a normal way to respond in that moment yeah and i think that 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 totally speaks to our heavenly father's hand in this right that you know we we've talked a lot about how we the reason why spence and i do this podcast is and why people like you come on and and share your stories you don't want to waste your experience you don't we don't want our gethsemanes to be for naught and biz to hear your story and to realize that you were prepared to be able to serve your husband and to be able to to serve other women that will that will inde- inevitably come in your path because God trusts you and that you can serve as his hands to serve other people and to be a leader in this community and the the children the two of you will have together it's not by chance that we go through what we go through in this life if we seek ways to capitalize on it i don't know if that's the right way to say it but to yeah to not waste our pain god will lead us to the people who need us and he will show us how to do his work and and i love what you said that like yeah i I got mad and you're still gonna get mad i'm sure yeah because it's it's a journey and it's a process and but isn't that the beauty of it though? that's like beauty of it letting us be mortal together and hold each other to our best self-standard but love each other no matter what you guys are such an awesome example of that yeah Thank you. No, seriously. And Biz, to hear your experience, like seeking like resources, right? It just speaks to your goodness too, right? You're trying to understand because it's hard, right? You're like, it's, first of all, it's such a ugly word. And immediately when we say pornography and addiction and addiction, it's just, we don't understand it, right? It's scary. It's the unknown. I would be curious to hear what resources helped during that journey. Like what, what would you recommend to women that encounter someone with this, this problem? What helped? Um, the first thing I did was talk to friends Mm -hmm. and that was 
like one of the best things I could do because the whole time I was in a relationship with somebody that was like in denial about his addiction, I had to keep everything secret. He cut me off from all my friends. I couldn't talk to anyone about it. Oh my gosh. And that was really hard. And so afterwards I opened up to like five of my closest friends and I would talk to them about it. I had like half of them respond to me and say, I've been in that situation too. I had one friend that helped me so much. She'd just gotten out of a relationship with someone and she was like in the same process as me, like searching and everything. And she just taught me so much and it felt so good to be open about it and not have to hide and like feel like it was my fault or like be shamed for it for so long. So yeah, talking to friends and just like letting it loose. And and you see the ripple effect, right? Like those women that, that you sought out, they were being God's hands for you. Yeah. And now you're trying to do the same for others. This is, it's just beautiful to me. Yeah. And, and oh, I love open it. conversation yeah. has to be one of the answers, right? Like we have to talk about this and especially, um, to hear you say that they had been through similar experiences and just have support to support each other. Yeah. So just as we need group to recover from addiction, right. And we need support you also, right? Like that's such, and it, oh, like because it's not it's so difficult it's so hard like how else because i have been in relationships where i kind of was on that other side of that one guy uh that you were dating right where i was like let's not talk about this um don't tell anybody like don't tell your parents and not that i said that but i was like really hopeful i didn't want her to tell anyone i wanted to keep it secret still when I, I think that's rooted in shame, Spence. Oh, yeah. Right? Shame loves the shadows. Loves the shadows. Oh, yeah. But life loves the light. And when we bring things out of those shadows into... I mean, again, it's it's not that we shout these things from the rooftop because it's we don't want to cheap... We don't want to cheapen our experiences and our pain. But when we trust those that we, that we love... Yeah. With our deepest scars, then we can really start to help to heal each other. And it's awesome. I, I, I want to ask you, Biz, how is it different with Thane? What what was different about, because you, you said to yourself, oh, not again, but it wasn't again. It was, it was different. It was different, and I want to know how that was. Yeah, it was completely different. Um, like, when I started dating again, I went in with the mindset okay, every guy has pornography addiction and I'm just going to have to deal with it. Like, I really just thought that because of the way, like, what I've heard from friends and, like, what I had seen in my past relationship, like, you just can't get over it. I really thought that you can't get over it. And so when I met Thane, he surprised me. And he, like, when he told me about that up front, I was like, oh, nobody's ever said, like, I have a problem with pornography or I don't remember if he said that problem but um but just come out and say it yeah instead he of it, came out coming you didn't, out you didn't have to forward. ask him about it you didn't have to it, ask right? him about it he, it was, he yeah. was proactive and said hey mm-hmm. this is something i deal with yeah and like he he was always honest with me and he he told me like he was going he was working on it he was going to therapy he was doing all this stuff and like he has all these i remember like seeing in his room he has all these quotes in his room that just like help him to fight and then I see him say, or I hear him like say his little mantras when he gets mad and just like, I know I can see him fight and it's completely different. Also, like his sister was his support 
person through it all and I could talk to her about it like that was the best thing ever because I could be like is this normal for Thane like is this like how do I react to this I'm mad at this like how do I and she could like help me through it and I'd never had that before so that was amazing too there was like a team built around it okay Thane talk to us just about from the from the addiction side talk just about how what would you because obviously you've done something right here being open about it what would you recommend to those that are in a relationship how to bring it up I mean you obviously brought it up but how to bring it up and then how to be open because that's so that's another problem once I've told somebody about it how do we keep the dialogue going and how do they know how can they trust someone that's it's like opening a door yep and then Satan will send all the wind he can to shut it oh yeah because like yeah I screwed up but I don't want to keep telling you that I screwed up. Like, there's oh, like this man. weird pride dynamic there. Yeah. To Talk Spence's to that. question, I want to hear about that. Yeah. 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 Um, I think just in a nutshell, it's it's the openness. You you just you have to do it. And I think it's like the same thing I said about for my first time talking to Biz about it. It's a leap of faith. Like every time that you mess up again or that you feel like you're falling into it again, you have to take that leap of faith and talk to someone close to you. Um, you know, and and it may not be like the people that you think it will be. Um, for me, it was my sister who could like really get like help me um, talk through it. Um, I have amazing parents, but I think they have like the mother bear and father bear approach where they just want to protect me. Um, so uh, my sister was like just and I love them and I, and I did go to them too whenever I messed up, but going to my sister, it was just like, it was, it was such a good, um, dialogue together, working through it together. Was it, what was the question? Oh, again? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was perfect though. Cause openness, right. Openness, was, and yeah. I, now I'm trying to remember yeah. the question, but yeah. how do you, how do we approach this with people we love, especially in a dating situation? Cause it sounds like you did it. Well, right. You to, know what I mean? To, like you did to it, do it, it. To initiate the, the dialogue is one thing, but to sustain the openness of it is an entirely different one. So do you guys have a, a system that you use? How do you, how are you accountable to each other now? Yeah. What's the plan moving forward? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think I've talked to Biz like a lot about all the principles in Sons of Helaman. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked to her about like levels and about like mood battles and, and all that stuff. And so I think um, whenever like I am starting to have a mood battle, I always tell her. Um, oh, that's so and I, and that's kind of how I did it with my sister too, is you gotta be open about it. Like if you've got something in you that's just giving you this crazy mood battle, you know, you gotta talk to someone about it and, and you gotta let down your guard and, and be humble about your weakness that you are feeling, you know, these mood battles and, and just, open up I mean I think a lot of this is just keeping it inside and then letting it brew and brew until you know you crash and you mess up so so biz can I ask you then when when thing comes to you and and you know trusts you with with what's going on is that scary for you how do you handle that your role as, as his support and, and and fighting partner um yeah it is scary and it it like hurts but I always have to remember that it's not my fault and it's 
it's like an addiction. I, that's why I wanted to learn so much about addiction is because like it really is something that I can't comprehend when it takes over and getting mad and like being mean about it just makes it worse. And um, what was the question? <laughs> just, just, uh, <laughs> our questions, wait, sorry, our questions suck. We should, <laughs> um, I, I was just asking, you know, when when Thane does come to you and, and is honest, what about, what's your reaction and, and how do you kind of go to the rescue? How do you hold him accountable? What are you about like a, do you mean like about like a mess up or about like a mood battle or? Well, or let's let's do mess up. Do let's mess let's up. say yeah. If you if you if you end up losing a battle, what? Um. Well, now, okay, so I can tell you from the beginning, I would take it personally, and I would, like, say, okay, we can't see each other for a day, and, but now I've, like, shifted that because I know that that isn't healthy. Um, I don't ask for details about it. I say, like, I appreciate you telling me that. You know, like, how I feel about it, but, like, don't let this get you down. Let's go back up from here, and then... Just try to be there mm-hmm. more. This that's so you okay. It's You're not always in, that perfect. No, I know. <laughs> just but even just hearing you talk about that, um, and it doesn't have to, you don't have to do that without anger and frustration and pain because that's part of it. But speak to the how did it shift from it's my fault to this is just something that Thane deals with. Because is that just a process? I'm curious because that's it's not your fault, right? Mm-hmm. It's, and I think that's what makes pornography so challenging, right? Is because women then internalize it. It's because I'm not pretty enough, right? I, he needs some other fix. Like I'm, is that like, that's where those, the Satan will drive into that all day, every day. How do we battle that? And I guess there's so many questions in there. Maybe just speak to how to, when, how did it shift from this is my fault. Yeah, take it. From per- taking it personally, personally to to maybe externalizing it. Yeah. Um, I think just like back to what I said, you just have to think of it as addiction and don't think of it as like part of your sex life. Because mm. I think like I would kind of think of that like what you were saying, oh, I'm not good enough or whatever. But I just have to think of it as like something completely separate from me. And... Um, yeah, just keep remembering that it's not, it's not part of like us. It's, yes. Yeah. I it's, love that. Okay. Oh, I, do you have a question? I, I did just have one quick question. If that's okay. Please, please say it. Then I have a follow up <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. I just wish people could see that you're pointing like right at. Me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear um, your question now. You, you do yours. Okay. I, I can't remember mine. <laughs> I would love to hear. Maybe it's not even a question, but talk about the the mood battles and being proactive about it. Because I had to get to a point in recovery where I would rather not ask forgiveness, but not to ask permission to go look at pornography, but I'd rather get ahead. I'd finally gotten to the point where it'd be like, oh, I'll just, I'll be honest about it after you're in that addicted brain, right? And you're just like, okay, I'll be honest about it, but I, I am, I'm, I'm down. I'm just gonna go do it, right? How do we, how do we keep ourselves available, thing to our chemicals? And then how do we, how do we proactively 
fight and then, and then from business perspective, what do we do with mood battles? Because yeah. I think that's so key to be proactive. Because if we're at level three, level four, and we're saying, hey, I'm struggling or after, it's not enough. Like we have to, we have to fight together early in that chemical scale. So yeah, a lot of level one battles I I can beat really quickly um, if I catch them. But um, if they do get to like a level two um, or a level three, I I need help. You know, I need I need to talk through it because um, I just I've got so much in my brain. It's just that emotional part is just clouding my my values. You know, starting to cloud my values. So I think just talking to Biz about it and. And I, I admit, like I talked with Lane about this earlier today, like I get really mean when I'm in my mood battles and, and I have been mean to Biz. Um, and so I think... But she is so patient. I think that's the key is being patient while I'm in this battle and riding it with me. Like that's all I need. and that's all she gives is her patience and till I get out and and she's usually just telling me think get out of your mood bow get out <laughs> you can get out and uh so I just am so grateful for that Liz I love you okay <laughs> well, you had a part for, for Biz in that question too didn't you yeah I just wanted to hear I mean uh and that's maybe the same as what we were talking about before but from a supporter side, how do we help someone before they, because for me personally, it's hard to say, hey, I'm struggling and I'm, I'm at a level three and I've actually thought about going to mess up. That's hard to hear, right? It's not like that much, it's not easier than it is to say, oh man, I've actually lost, right? So how do we help those that are dealing with these mood battles to get out? What works or what's helped Thane, I guess? Um, I think lots of different things help Thane. Like, sometimes it is yelling at him and saying, like, <laughs> you don't deserve this. Like, snap out of it. Um, that's not who you want to be. Um, and then sometimes it is just, like, loving on him a little bit and being, like, nice and um, talking we, to it. We also, um, whenever this, like... Biz can have mood battles too. Yeah, I have them yeah. too. So I didn't know that's what they so were. So that's kind of the cool thing in the couple is like we like we help each other out. So um, whenever I'm in a mood battle, she like, what are five things you're grateful for? You know. Or, oh my gosh. And so like when I say those, it's so hard to say those when I'm in a mood battle. I'm like, oh, I do not want to tell you what. The I know, and you kind of which is a sign that you're in a mood battle, right? Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Oh, I don't, so then when you like finally give in and like tell the other person what you're grateful for it's like there's this like calming feeling it's like you kind of move outside of your mood battle and like remember what's real and what's important and yeah so from a chemistry standpoint and i i would have to check with cody and maurice on this but what i understand is that when we start externalizing it and we start talking about it that we're because as we go down the chemical scale, we're going from our frontal lobe into our midbrain, uh-huh. right? So slowly but surely, level one, level two, level three, and all of a sudden we're into our midbrain, that's where the addiction lives, right? When we start talking about it, it then forces us back to our frontal lobe. Like it really, it brings us yep. back to our values. It brings us back to what we really care about because when we're in that mood battle 
everything kind of fuzzies you're, out a little you're bit. exactly right it helps us to at least from what I understand with, with my business degree right of, of brain chemistry that's what I understand <laughs> I know um, we, we go exactly or at least and also that's what I've noticed when I'm in my mood battles yes I go from zombie state monkey brain as you call it expansive yep the, the tail is wagging the dog I am not acting according to my values but just how I'm feeling right now yep and it it totally externalizes everything to where like no 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 this isn't who I am and I don't have to do this I don't have to do this and you can you can bring yourself to the forefront of your mind and be like you know I'm gonna own my action I'm gonna be deliberate and I do not have to use porn right now and I'm not gonna oh that's not gonna so do that. cool you guys yeah. I remember Here, my you, question did you really I did really quick just a okay. thought though how cool is it that you can fight together right when you even say like you having mood battles biz right that is the cool like the fact that we can fight our brain chemistry together right yeah. it's and it's not it's bigger than addiction it's open communication in a relationship right and of course the addiction adds uh, a whole nother level but i think this is a healthy a healthy relationship yeah. is one of conversation i don't know if you've noticed this but so in our in our little studio here spence and i are in these really cool metal chairs yes and then there's a love seat opposite us and love seat thane and and his <laughs> sweet biz have just been getting closer and closer throughout this conversation and it's it's like physically it's been it's been kind of cute to see but one two three Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my question is because i i've noticed this with my mom is my accountability partner right now and it's there's been some challenge sometimes in that to where that's all we talk about. Like mm. if my mom's going to call me, I'm like, Oh, here's the porn police, you know? And, and it's, it really kind of sucks everything else out of our relationship to where that's what our relationship is about. Have you guys dealt with that? And, and if so, how have you been able to try and break free of that? Or if you haven't, what have been some things to really help you keep a good balance in your relationship all while maintaining that level of accountability? I think, <laughs> I think we've like normalized porn conversations. So like we talk about it a couple times a day. And so it's, oh, so yeah, cool. it's just kind of like normal. It doesn't like take away from it's not like the honey, we need to talk right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing it's, scary like that yeah. Yeah. well because it is open it is normal right it is a normal mm -hmm. conversation that's really cool uh, but I have something to add about yeah. your question Wes um, so not with Biz but with my sister she was like golden for me um, before I kind of transferred the accountability to my the wife. Torture past. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So uh, um, I, I felt that too with her. Like that's really all we, you know, called about because I was always reaching out to her for help. Um, so I feel like, and I don't know if she'll listen to this, but I feel like I need to um, repair our not repair our relationship, but make it more about more about her you know mm -hmm. because I always was always going to her about me you know and so I think I need to I need to be calling my sister and like asking her about her life and like mm. and like just serving her now um, because I feel like we were really close when we were accountability partners I was always talking to her and always appreciative of her help and and now it's just like 
I still want to be close to her, but I've, I've transferred my accountability to my wife. So I think that's what I need to do is just, I need to call her and serve her or spend time with her, you know, and, and maybe that's something you can do with your mom is just like maybe take her out on a date and father's mother date. Or <laughs> just kidding. Yes. Get it on. Like, just, that's exactly yeah, it me, though. But, yeah, me and Lori will hit the town. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. No, but that really, no, I think that I, there's a lot of wisdom in that. Well, you saying that reminds me of something Biz said earlier today where she said, you know, I have my own moon battles. I just didn't know that's what they were. And I think when we can get to that level with our accountability partners, whether it's a spouse, friend, sister, or parent, then it's it's a mutual accounting you know my my chemistry leads to the way i act out which is in pornography masturbation sexual deviance whatever it is that's how my addiction my zombie brain is manifest but everybody's is manifest in something or other yeah right maybe someone's just like i'm gonna do jack shiz today and binge all the pole dark ever my mom would never say that's what she does, but come on now, pull dark be life. And <laughs> it's awesome. But so, but to, and, and I know that, that that's not what she values, right? My mom would say, you know, she's a really society president reward. She's like, oh, I've got to go visit X, Y, Z, A, A, B, B, Z, C, all the people, right? right. And and um, when if she's living according to her feelings instead of her values, she's not going to be able to accomplish everything that she wants to. So I think being able to make that shift from it's all about me and my addiction to it's about us and our brain chemistry and living according to our values. Yeah, you guys are the perfect example of that. You guys are freaking rock stars. Rock stars. <laughs> and I would just add to that 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 uh, from those that are dealing with this, supporters need support as well, right? We have to say, how are you doing now, right? We're talking about me all the time, because, and I appreciate your support. How are you doing? So I think that was what was powerful about what you said, Thane. Is we're in this together, and we don't we don't uh, just fight it alone. Um, because Spenny was ill prepared today. <laughs> are we we're limping we're, along here? Yeah, <laughs> we're at ten percent battery, and I have no charger. <laughs> so I I hate to wrap this up because. I don't want to ever because this has been amazing, but I think to close, if that's okay, I would love to hear, first of all, what you would recommend to, or what would, not what would you recommend? I'm trying to think. I just want to hear your overall. What, what, what parting words would you give to our audience? To our audience that they are struggling either from the supporter side. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically in a, in a relationship, maybe, you know, how would you want to disclose your 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 uh, addiction if it's still in the shadows but also give some hope to the people out there right yeah so from a woman's perspective and then from someone that's in it okay i'm the woman okay yeah <laughs> you, you are yeah from business perspective and things yeah i think two things well like one thing is like two um guys like hearing that thane wasn't confident or didn't feel that he was worth it or like good enough like that like breaks my heart and I just wish that I could go back I always say like I wish I could go back to you like a couple years ago and say like just like keep fighting like keep holding on because you have no idea like what it's gonna end up being like and you deserve it and like I don't like I never put it on my list like that you make for your future husband like he can't have a porn addiction like I used to write that back when I was younger and closed-minded, but now I think, um, like that I I feel bad that like he has to go through that. But I would never say because you have that I can't be with you because 
it's made you a fighter and it's taught you so much about who you are and the atonement and just life. Um, so I just hope that no one ever feels like that is a barrier to them and getting what they want or like their happiness. And then um, to like a supporter, I had something really good, but I can't remember <laughs> what it was. I think it was, oh, like pornography is a real thing. And once you realize that and how serious it is and like start seeking help is when you can start to notice like how you can change and help, like actually help people. Like this is a real thing happening in the world and you have to like accept that and face it and figure out how you're going to deal with it. Okay, that yeah. was beautiful. Biz, that was amazing. Mutual, huh? Mutual. <laughs> yeah, boy, I got it. <laughs> okay, that was All wow. my profile game. Yeah. <laughs> Thane, what are your overall thoughts and, and maybe just add to, to why you fight as well? Okay, yeah. Um, overall thoughts. I think uh, I wanted to just touch on this. I'll be quick. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're laughing because I have a little hand signal I gave Spenny. Yeah, okay. and he gave the signal. <laughs> yeah, to remind given. Me. Yeah. Yep. So uh, this is just out to to all you guys out there who have dealt with this, who are dealing with this, who feel like you're broken and you're not worthy and you don't deserve marriage and it's never going to work out. You know, if you do get married, it's going to end in divorce. I mean, those are all lies that Satan is telling us. Um, it's going to work out you're going to recover from this, okay? Just be open, do the things that we say in the podcast, have an accountability partner, try some things, try to, try Sons of Healing. If it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you. Like everyone's journey through addiction is different and I just want you to know that you can make it. Um, and you can make it and come out with your best friend, an amazing, daughter of God who you didn't think you deserved, but now you know that, that God loves you because he has given you someone so special. And um, so, yeah, did I touch on everything kind of with my hand gesture? Did I touch yeah, on all that? that was beautiful. <laughs> Why do you fight, Thainer? Okay. Um, I talked with Lane about this earlier, and it's going to sound really selfish, but I'm going to tie it in so it doesn't sound that sad. <laughs> well, we'll stay but with you. I fight for my personality because my personality is something God gave me and is spiritual. And if I fight for that, then everything else works out. Um, I am able to be a good husband. I'm able to be a good son. I'm able to be a good friend because I have that personality that's given to me from God. And that is something that Satan can take away from us. And that's why I fight. Uh, and I don't want to have that taken away because I love my wife and I don't want to treat her badly. And I love my family. I love my mom and my sisters. And I just, that's why I fight. If I am keeping myself out of that water, then I am able to do what I'm supposed to do here on earth. And so that's why I fight. Relationship goals, man. Seriously, though. <laughs> and just to Thane's point, the only other thing I just want to say, repeat, is to anyone listening, you have not thrown away your shot. Nope. And uh, Thane is living proof of that. And Biz, oh my gosh. I just like, I just... 
I'm just so grateful for this conversation because all of you listening out there, don't give up. It's not, you haven't ruined it. You, you haven't, God isn't saying, gosh, dang it. Why did you make those choices? And now it's all over. And I can't give you a beautiful woman. I, I, you don't deserve X, Y, Z. He is ready and willing to bless you as you, as you fight and recover. In, in uh, Isaiah, there's, uh, and in Second Nephi, when the prophet quotes Isaiah, he says, for all this, in spite of all of our sins, pornography, masturbation, addiction, whatever it is your, your hand is, for all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. Mm. That it's true, our Heavenly Father does not enjoy when we go against his commandments, but he will never leave us. He will never leave us alone, and his hand is always stretched out. Mm. We you love you guys. Seriously, thank you for coming on. No, we love you. Thanks for doing this. This you is amazing. I just so grateful to be on. I want to be thin when I grow up. I know. I seriously, uh, you guys are seriously relationship goals. You know, just that open conversation. Talk to someone about it. If it's not your your wife right now, talk to somebody. That open conversation will bring you back to your your frontal lobe. That was another takeaway. Just hearing you guys talk about that, we've got to talk about it talk about it it doesn't need to be heavy it can be Mm-mm. part of your normal daily conversation yep babe how are your chems feeling today yep you feel like you're living according to your values yep good go fight win go no fight. well let's get there let's change that right yeah. the battery is is at its end we love you all thank you for listening um go we'll fight see, today we'll see you next time see you next time <laughs>